You're listening to To Succeed, Just Let Go, a podcast that'll change how you think and change your life. I'm Willie Horton and I'm a psychologist. I've been helping people change their lives since 1996. Broadcasting from the French Alps and delighted to have you along. Let's take this week's step in the right direction. You're probably listening to this in the quiet time between Christmas and the New Year a time that is often used for reflection and a time in which we are tempted to look forward. Now, you know, if you're buying a new car, looking forward to buying it and thinking about it and anticipating the new car arriving is part and parcel of the fun of buying a new car. But that's anticipation rather than looking forward. And I draw the distinction for the simple reason that in the ordinary course of our everyday lives, if we're looking forward, we're not here. In the same way as, you know, people on a Wednesday have often said to me over the years, Wednesday afternoon, oh, sure, it's nearly the weekend. So they're looking forward to the weekend. Or a client, when I met him first many years ago, said that the only way he kept sane in his ordinary everyday life was that when he came back from his holidays, he would plan the next one. In other words, he was never there. He was never present. So if you're looking forward to anything, you're not present. Now, of course, we like to think that looking forward to positive things is a positive thing to do. And of course, it's better than looking forward in a negative way, but it is still taking you away from the here and now in exactly the same way as you will have heard me say before. When it comes to the perceived inadequacies and the perceived weaknesses we all have as human beings as a result of the way we learned about ourselves when we were young and impressionable, we learned that we were good at certain things when we were young and impressionable too, and that we had strengths. So we have perceived strengths and perceived weaknesses. But the key words in that sentence that I've just uttered is the word or the words perceived, because I used it twice for perceived weaknesses, which we'd be better off without, and perceived strengths, which we would also be better off without, because your perceptions shield you from the real you in exactly the same way as looking forward divorces you from the here and now. So in this special time between Christmas and the new year, I want you to use it to reflect, not to look forward, but to reflect, first of all, on the life that you have and to reflect appreciatively on the life that you have. For starters, you're breathing in and out. And we all need to appreciate that. We all know too many people who would have given anything to have another week or two, month or two, or year or two of the opportunities of breathing in and out. People who have long gone. People who we loved and people who we still love in our hearts. So for starters, we need to appreciate the fact that we are breathing in and out. We need to appreciate every little good thing that we have in our lives. And I use that phrase deliberately because just as the old expression that the devil is in the detail, it works the other way around as well. Delight and joy is in the detail of the moment because it is in the little moments of our lives that we live our lives. And and only in those little moments can we actually experience 
joy of life, in fact, experience life at all. So it is a joy to be breathing in and out right now. And you don't need me to tell you that it is a joy to be listening to me at this moment in time. There are much worse things you could be doing, I'm sure, no doubt. But what I want you to do, or what I, at least I would suggest that you do in this period of time, is reflect, first of all, on the life that you have, as I said. Make sure that you take note of all the good things that you have, because we tend as human beings, in the way in which our normal minds are skewed, to always see the glass as half empty. But if there's any water in the glass at all, we should appreciate it. Because the glass is never empty. The glass is always on its way to being filled. And the only way we can fill our glass is to ensure that we fulfill ourselves. And that all comes down to fulfillment, obviously. An awful lot of people, when I talk to them first, they have all kinds of strange notions. Actually, they're not strange notions at all. They're normal notions of what would make them happy and successful. And ultimately, they all begin to realize, actually, what I want is I want, first of all, peace of mind. You won't go far without peace of mind. In fact, you won't go anywhere without peace of mind, because without peace of mind, your normal mind will continue prattling on and keep you stuck in the rut that the normal mind ensures that you always stay in. Now reflect on that sentence for a moment. Isn't it an awful sentence that I have just said? The normal mind is designed to keep you in a particular rut. So first of all, you need peace of mind. You actually need it. It is not a nice to have. It's not a luxury. It's a prerequisite to moving forward in your life. The wonderful thing about peace of mind is that you can give it to yourself. No one else is going to give it to you. And it doesn't matter what is going on around you or what normal crazy people you have hanging out of you. It doesn't matter what challenges life throws at you. Peace of mind is something that you give to yourself and only you can give it to yourself. It's a choice. It's a lifestyle choice. We give ourselves peace of mind by training ourselves to be present and clear and calm and allowing our minds settle. That's what meditation does for us. It does a lot of other things for us too. But ultimately, it is meditation that gives us peace of mind. Once you have peace of mind, once anybody has peace of mind, they realize that what they're looking for can be expressed in kind of soft words that we don't use every day, or when we do use them, we kind of discount them. How many times have you heard an organization say that they want their employees to be happy and mean it? <laughs> uh, the sting is always in the tail, isn't it? Because an awful lot of organizations will say that, but they don't even know what it means. Because happiness only comes through fulfillment. And so many people over the years have very insightfully said to me, what I actually realize is that now that I have peace of mind, I realize that my goal in life is to be fulfilled, to have fulfillment. Now, the really interesting thing about that is that you can give that to yourself too. Because fulfillment is a state of mind. It's a state of mind born out of realizing who you really are. Once again, you'll never experience that. You'll never know who you really are if you don't have peace of mind. 
So once you get on the continuum towards fulfillment and happiness, if I dare use that word, or joy, there's another wonderful word. We should all be enjoying ourselves. But once you get on that continuum, and a continuum it is, from settling your mind, to clearing your mind, to being carefree, to having peace of mind, you get to the point of knowing yourself and you realize that actually as you are, you're fine. As you are, you are enough. You don't need to change yourself. You don't need to rearrange yourself. You don't need to better yourself. You don't need any of the stuff that so-called gurus will peddle you, like, you know, self-esteem or self-confidence. You don't need any of that. You don't need personal development. You don't need personal growth. You don't need to develop yourself in any way. You don't need to better yourself at all because in the first place, you stripped down to your basics are perfect. You are a perfect part of a universe whose energy is only disrupted by people having the perceived inadequacies that I talked about a few minutes ago and being entertained by those perceived inadequacies. The flow of energy in your life and the flow of energy in the universe itself is only disrupted by people who are themselves disrupted because they haven't made the lifestyle choice that I mentioned a couple of minutes ago in relation to saying to myself right now, right here, right now, I am enough. I am carefree and I have peace of mind. Now, that is not something you can say to yourself and convince yourself. It's something you feel. It's something you experience. It is something that you know through clearing your mind. Yes, meditation will give you all of this. So for starters, in this quiet time between Christmas and the new year, give yourself extra time to meditate. If you've been meditating for five or six or seven or eight minutes on an ordinary everyday basis. Give yourself 20 or 30 minutes, not to stretch yourself, but to encourage yourself and ultimately to enjoy yourself. In other words, you'll give yourself courage to do what you need to do to get to where you want to go. And you'll give yourself joy in the process too. That is what encouraging and enjoying actually means. These are things we do to ourselves. These are things we do for ourselves. So that is the very first thing I would say to you. Give yourself extra elbow room this week to take the time to give yourself the so-called me time that will enable you become more deeply and experientially acquainted with yourself. Now, I know some people will say straight away, I can't do that. I'll feel guilty doing it. We've already dealt with that before. You're the most important person in your life. And if you don't look after yourself, you're not capable of looking after anybody else. Or let me put it more bluntly. If you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. You simply cannot. You can't give what you don't have. So you need to look after yourself first. Other people might say to you, do you not feel guilty about doing this kind of thing? Isn't it awful selfish? Let them off. 
they don't understand. Hopefully at some point along the way, they will have an hour penny or two drop for them and they might begin to understand to themselves that they are the most important person in their lives and they need to invest in themselves. It is the opposite of selfish. It is the most opposite of selfish that you could ever come across in your life. So give yourself that me time. And that me time is to experience you now. It isn't to begin to think about the future. It isn't to afford yourself the opportunity to set your goals for 2023. Don't get ahead of yourself and don't allow your thinking mind get ahead of yourself either way. And by that I mean, normally our thinking minds will get ahead of ourselves when we worry, thinking about things that we don't want to happen in the future, thinking about things that haven't happened yet, thinking about things that we don't want to happen, which is madness if you think about it. But our thinking minds get ahead of us in other ways as well. We set ourselves goals and then we look into the future and say, well, by this time I'll have that done and by that time I'll have this done. And then, of course, everything changes as everything changes from moment to moment in life anyway. And we realise maybe we haven't hit our first target, our first little milestone along the way, and we throw out the baby with the bathwater. Or we don't even take step one. We don't even fall down at one of the milestones. We think about it and we think ourselves into a funk so that we procrastinate and end up doing nothing about what we know we need to do to get to where we really want to go to experience the life we'd really love to live. So don't start thinking about your goals for 2023. You may have some goals already. You may have some things on your wish list, so to speak. But we know from previous conversations that wishing, hoping and wanting is a recipe for not getting what you want. You get what you want by doing and you get what you want by doing based on knowing what it'll feel like when you get there. That's how you achieve your goals and objectives. You don't set out a plan. You don't set out your milestones. You don't allow your thinking mind to get ahead of you. And that is the second thing I would say to you in relation to this precious quiet week between Christmas and the new year. Don't let your thinking mind get ahead of you. Instead, having given yourself the extra elbow room to experience the here and now and to become more acquainted with yourself in the here and now, enjoy the here and now. Enjoy your life moment to moment this week. Enjoy your life in any and every situation. You know, Christmas is often a stressful time for a lot of people because they are holed up with people who they generally don't spend much time with at other times of the year. Or as a client said to me a number of years ago, a guy who has four adult children, he said, it's a, it's a huge task when you have six adults in a house for three or four days together, it's a huge task to keep everybody who has their own perspective, often warped perspective, it's a huge task to keep those people happy. And of course, you can't give other people happiness if you're not happy yourself. It goes back to what I said a minute ago in relation to loving yourself, doesn't it? Instead of allowing, as I said earlier on, the normal people who you might have hanging out of you, nibbling at your heels, just enjoy the moment. Enjoy everything 
Everything that arises, because everything that arises will pass. And when we immerse ourselves in the moment, we give ourselves peace of mind because we realize that in this moment, all is well. It's only thinking about things that haven't happened yet or thinking about things that we would like to happen. I'll come to thinking about things that have happened in a minute. But it's only thinking off into the future that takes us away from an actual experience of knowing that in this moment, all is well. Now, I said I'd come back to the other thing, the past. Because the normal mind lives in the past. Generally speaking, we're not aware of it, but that's neither here nor there. The science is very clear. The normal mind subconsciously is buried in the past with the result that we're dead from the neck up in the present, if we're using our minds normally. In thinking about the kind of life that you would really love to have, let me rephrase that, in reflecting upon the kind of life that you would really love to have. Because if you think about it, your thinking mind gets involved and your thinking mind will go down the normal avenues of defining what might give you happiness and success. So I, I'm recasting what I said a moment ago. This week, in reflecting upon the kind of life that you would love to live, completely and utterly forget about everything that has gone before now. I was talking to a client a couple of weeks ago and he said, how can you tell me that things are going to be different in the future and that I'm going to achieve happiness and success in the future if I have only been a failure at pretty much everything to which I've turned my hand in the past, whether that be my relationships or my work or my investments or you name it, I have a track record of failure. I have a book of evidence that tells me that I am a failure. Everything that has gone before confirms and has reconfirmed and reaffirmed to me that I am a failure. How can you tell me that I'm suddenly going to change all that? And he isn't going to change all that because the past is the past. He isn't going to change a single iota of what happened in the past. But the mistake he's making is thinking there you are, thinking. He's thinking that what happened in the past is a guide to the future. What happened in the past is just that. It's the past. It's past and there ain't nothing you can do about it. You might be able to learn from something in the past, but if you're using your mind normally, I can guarantee you that you would learn nothing from anything that has happened to you in the past because the normal thinking mind learns nothing new after the age of 12 or 13. I'm sorry to break that news to you if you think it's bad news. Actually, it doesn't matter what you think because what happened in the past is gone. Your past whatevers, whatever and whatever you think of them. And if you think of them at all, aren't you a fool because you're wasting your time thinking about something that's done and can't be undone. But whatever accumulation of crap you have from the past, and you see, generally speaking, it would be crap, or it would be diminishing. You would think that your evidence and experience from the past diminishes your ability to achieve in the future. Whatever crap you have from the past, forget it. It doesn't matter. It isn't a guide to the future because 
in this now and in the next now and in the nows to come, which are the future, if you start using your mind in a novel way, you're going to change utterly everything. Bear with me. I'm going to step you through this. We have beliefs about ourselves. I said that earlier on. We have, as a result of those beliefs, a body of evidence and what we think is experience and learning from our past failures. Let's just stick with that example for a minute. And they continually reconfirm to us that we are right to believe in our perceived inadequacies, the ones that we picked up in the first place. And there's no way of getting around that if we're using our minds normally, because the perceived inadequacies that we took on board when we were young and impressionable dictate our behaviour and our reactions to what we think is going on moment to moment in every now until we stop using our minds that way. So everything that happens to us is only going to reconfirm what we thought about ourselves in the first place. But the minute, the very minute you start reconfiguring your brain, all of that is irrelevant. It has nothing to do with you. Obviously, who you thought you were has nothing to do with the real you. An accumulation of thoughts that gives you an impression of who you thought you were has nothing to do with the reality of you as a human being vibrating energy, which will vibrate freely, coherently, synchronistically and effortlessly once you gain control of the piece of equipment between your two ears. And you do that through meditation. Meditation closes the book on the past. Every time you meditate, you close the book more firmly on the past. It closes the book because it changes the very structure of the brain that you were only half using. And that's being very generous to you. Half using before you started meditating. Meditating enables you to start using your brain not in the way in which nature intended, because nature only gave you a brain to enable you to survive. It enables you use your brain in a way that will enable you achieve exactly the kind of life you would love to have. So in this quiet time now, between Christmas and the new year, don't go back and reflect upon the year just ending. Don't dig back into your past and say, this is my guide to the future. How am I going to break the mold? The mold doesn't exist. It was only a figment of your warped imagination. Actually, not even your own warped imagination. The stuff we learned when we were children was the result of the behavior or misbehavior of the warped imaginations of the people around us who weren't in control of their state of mind. So forget it all. If you were a failure in the past, it doesn't matter. If your life is in a mess right now, it doesn't matter. If your relationship is in a mess right now, it doesn't matter. If you're fat, let's call a spade a spade. If you're fat right now, it doesn't matter. If you're unfit right now, it doesn't matter. If you are financially stretched right now, it doesn't matter. There's only one thing that matters, and that is what you do next. And by next, I mean in this now. And next, in this now. And next, in this now. That is all that matters. Because when you become attuned to and accustomed to living in the here and now, not only does the past 
lose all power and relevance for you. You only experience the reality of the present and you begin to tune in to a gut instinct that we all have within us that enables us to know moment to moment what I need to do moment to moment to move me forward in the direction I would love my life to go. That's what matters. Turning up to the present moment, knowing what's going on in the present moment, becoming increasingly acquainted with who I am so that in the end I know who I am in the present moment. And I begin to understand that I can trust this person with whom I have become acquainted moment to moment. You vibrate in and out of existence 20,000 times a second. You, every time you take a breath, create and recreate yourself. Every time you breathe in and out, you create and recreate your reality and your world. It is through appreciating, back to what I said at the beginning, it's through appreciating the breath that you are taking now, that you begin to experience the reality of the breath that you are taking now and the reality of what I've just said as scientific fact. See, it doesn't matter a damn whether it's scientific fact or not. The only thing that matters to us, the only thing that matters to you, is that you experience the reality of who you are and experience the reality that who you are creates and recreates your life moment to moment. So there's no merit in looking forward to 2023, not even by virtue of what I said earlier on in relation to it taking us away from the present. There's no merit in doing that because you're creating and recreating your reality now and now. And what I asked you to reflect upon, or what I suggested that you might reflect upon in this week, the kind of life that you would love to live, in reflecting on that now, and beginning to enable yourself imagine how it will feel to experience those things you would love to have in your life right now. You are taking the right steps right now to ensure that what matters right now, which are your behaviors and the actions that you take right now, as a result of which you will realize that the past could never be of any use to your future. What got you to where you are is not going to get you to where you want to go. You need to wake up we wake up through meditation. You need to wake up. You need to stay awake. We stay awake through mini meditation. And over time, and it can only be days or weeks for some people, it's a little longer for poor slow learners like myself, once an accountant, I suppose, always an accountant. Over a relatively short period of time, we simply discover that we're experiencing a different kind of life. And I'm going to end 
with this particular insight. I regularly talk to people who don't realize how far they have traveled away from the old life until I actually ask them, what are they experiencing moment to moment now? And then they begin to realize and remember that apparently little things have happened to them over the course of maybe the few weeks since we would have previously spoken that they hadn't even realized as being significant until they actually take the step back to reflect on the journey they are taking. That is the most important reflection you could actually allow yourself have the time to take this week. Go on. You're worth it. You've been listening to To Succeed, Just Let Go. To get involved, join me in my Facebook group, strangely enough called To Succeed, Just Let Go. And for more information, visit www.willie-horton.com.